Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Buddy, I think we need to find out when we gotta we gotta put the timer on when the next time he's gonna get a job. Because I think he'll get another job. Well, he, he can go back. To, he, can go, he can go back to Smyrna High School. I think they'll take. Apparently, that's the place where coaches are made. Because he was there for a year and then ended up at Stanford. <laughs> he wasn't even a head coach at Smyrna. Oh yeah, I didn't even realize that he was just like he, an administrator. He. You hear me? That this dude, this is the greatest we come need, up in history. This dude is a gangster. And, oh, here's an even better. Gangster, gangster. He, he was a Baltimore Ravens employee or a coach. Yes. He's NFL vested and college vested. Yes. Well, you got cats can't even get an internship, let alone get paid for volunteering down at Nebraska. Because he's willing to do some stuff that everybody you know ain't willing to do. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like Harbaugh didn't leave town without paying some of the dudes that volunteered for him. That extra cash. No, I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a lot of money. No, no, no. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Don't play dumb. You over here trying to play dumb. I look, Mr. Pot Stir over there trying to play dumb. I, I, just, just, I gave you a, <laughs> Hey, Austin. Austin, <laughs> if you ever play, if you ever play uh, slow pitch or fat, I don't know if you call it fast, but slow pitch fa- uh, softball. Played a year. Yeah, done so that. Th- that was a lob. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. he struck out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, he struck uh, out. No, no. no, no. See, I, that's when you know. That's when you know. But I'm still gonna let Jay Foreman say it. <laughs> I'm still gonna let Jay Foreman say it because he knows. Jay knows not only where the bodies are buried, but the means to bury. Them. Yeah, I don't know all that. I just know that, man. Uh, I ain't going to say that. All right, see? See? That, uh, look, nice. look who, look who is, bailed. Today is Friday. You isn't see who today, bailed? Isn't today a holy day you're supposed to eat fish? <laughs> Some, right? Not till Lent. Not till Lent? Not yeah. on Friday? I thought you were supposed to eat Friday. Four, four oh, well, I was fooled then. My dad and it was like, oh, we eat fish oh, no. every Friday. And, and, and black families, you no, eat you fish, eat fish every Friday. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Like now a, it might be a, fried now. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't know where they got that catfish. Yeah. It might be out in the river. Yeah. <laughs> Every Friday. Yeah, Every Friday. Yeah. Look, you didn't even have to ask what was for dinner on Friday. Guaranteed. <laughs> you Guaranteed. Didn't have to, you did not have to ask, especially if you're hanging on the chest. Yeah. Tootie Foreman, that was Friday. Billy Foreman was going to going to giant foods to get that fish. Right down to AMP. Down to AMP. Without a doubt. Look, look. Fred Neck, Maryland. Yes, it. It's Frederick, Maryland. I call it Fred Neck. Yes, for the yes. Rednecks. Yes, they're there. They are. They're good people, though. Yeah, they're good people. No, though. look, it's it's home. It yeah. is home. Four two four six four five six eight five. Sorry to hit me text line. Honda Lincoln Hotline. We are out of control uh, on no, a Friday. Michigan is out of control. It's Friday. Michigan did this. There was Michigan and Florida set all this up. Like they just just Florida wild. 
Like they're just promising teenagers thirteen yeah, yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, twenty and, million. You come here. Yeah. Oh, oh, did we say that? Did we? Did we? Really and then get them there, and then just like, uh, you know what we say. Yeah, but you know what? You, here's the best part. Here's the here is the best part of down in Florida. All the coaches and the coaching staff are talking junk about that young man. Mm. Oh, he's selfish. Mm. He all he cares about of himself. Mm. You said you told the man you will give him thirty. He had thirteen million dollar deal, and you backed out out of it, and you mad at him now. The five top programs in the state of Florida all offered this kid double-digit millions to play quarterback for them. And he, he, he took the original offer from Miami, and then when, when Florida offered more, was going to bounce. Now, all the while, Florida State is sitting back laughing because they want to know what the real deal is going to be. He's back in play. And it just goes to show that when it comes to NIL in this space, you're finding out who people really are and how business is being done. Same thing for Michigan. Listen, Michigan has got some stuff in play. This is a deep, deep, deep dive that's about to happen into their athletic program and their football program. I got a question before. We're going to talk about the Mercado, certified yes, Piedmontese, special ingredients, yes, 84th and Havelock. Yes. Butcher shop. Every type of meat, every type of cut, seafood, spices, their own sauces, jerky, take-home, single and family sizes. I'm going to ask you this, Austin and DP. Say you're at Duke, right? Austin, you're, you're, you look like a 2-3, so you're a two-way guard, right? Four-star four star composite guard, and you're at Duke. You get there, new coach, and they say, Austin, we're going to give you a four-year, $4, $4 million NIL deal, right? And you get there. You already attend classes, but then they, you know, pull the rug out mm -hmm. or come up short. What would you do? I'd be very confused. Right. I, I don't even know. I, I don't want to say I transfer right away because yeah. you know, I, as I as I've seen Duke for a while. I mean, I assume if I would have been that good, it would have right. been a dream school. I'm there, so I want to do everything I can to stay there, and so I give them a chance to you know actually come up with the money. But it depends on why they yanked it. You know, like, well, I mean, just a, hey, you're not as good as we thought. Okay, yeah, I'm going to bounce. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I guess I'm asking this, right? You, think about it from, like, a you're, – you're, I feel like some schools that do this, either they don't have the money that they think that they have or don't want to give it to you or just told you that to get there. But once they, they – I think sometimes schools can feel like once they got you there – then you're more apt to not leave. To and then, stay. So yeah. then they'd be like, okay, well, say they were supposed to be $4 million, but we're only we'll do two million and be like, Well, you had zero before we came. Now you have five hundred thousand a year instead of a million. What would your reaction to be? Because some cause at some at, at really then you gotta go into business mode. Then you gotta mm -hmm. go to a t different mindset. Because the worst thing that you possibly could do is not go to school. I mean, mm -hmm. if it's Duke, Nebraska, Tennessee, Georgia, Oregon, it's a great education. So then you like, okay. It's football season because it was, you know, this is the first semester. Then you kind of start towards the end. So now I got to get through this season. Do you kind of hyper focus and say, you know what, I'm going to go to school, get my grades up, play basketball, kind of go covert, be okay with it, and then go into learn from your, I don't, wouldn't even call it a mistake, just kind of the get experience that was, Duke, yeah. right? You still have more money in your pocket than, then hopefully, then obviously when you got there. Mm -hmm. And then bounce from there, or do you kind of go emotional, impulsive, and throw your hands up? Because on that side, if you do that, you could have a. I'm assuming, uh, you know, again, Sarder Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. If you possibly could have.
the ability of a lawsuit because you you signed that national letter of intent for a scholarship mm-hmm. and it would be under false pretenses even though it's two different entities. And I assume I would have put pen to paper for the actual NIL contract somewhere too. Right. You know, if it says four million, I signed for four million, I'm gonna look for that. Right. I would hope I would be yeah, but, but but remember you're 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 thinking logically as an adult. I know that's what I'm saying. Where I would hope my support right. well, system would be good enough to well, tell me what to do. Because I wouldn't be able to handle that at eighteen. I, I can say that in a lot of cases the parents are wise enough to keep texts phone logs, well, yeah, you can get it emails, times, right, right to, to keep that stuff there. But when you talk about an actual agreement, which is why they don't talk about a lot of stuff until it's signed because you, it only makes them accountable, universities accountable for dates after signature. Mm-hmm. So how do, you, how do you beat that? You make your deals and your transactions before the signatures. So it doesn't count. Like, I don't know what – I don't know what – like, that's the rule. Now, the NCAA will try to figure something out along those lines, how to handle that. But the current business is signing day matters for the universities. The universities aren't going to sign to agreements for cash that they don't want people to know about. Why would they? And it is never – it should never be the place of a person officially on staff handling said business. Because wouldn't it be – it's almost like sometimes like what you hear, it just very rarely NFL contracts get get sent back to the team and the agent if it doesn't have basic languages. But, again, these players aren't unionized. And a lot of times if you if – you, and, look, you could have people in your, in your corner, right? And don't think, don't think that the people that have been with you supposedly as, you know, been there for, you know, the whole blah, blah, blah with you, right, aren't – trying to get a secret kickback and say, okay, we got to get DP to sign this and pigeonhole DP. And, I mean, you talk about Marcus Dupree. This has been going Marcus Dupree, who was his pastor, who pretty much duped him. You just seen it down there with St. Bolt and all that. You know, it's just – I mean, I just I, – I think if you're an athlete, that you there's not a wrong answer because you're in the right. This Rashada didn't do anything wrong. You guys were – his services were obviously in the double digits. You guys wanted to come in ahead of Miami and outbid him. Now all of a sudden it came time for my bad to get there, and you like, I don't know what you're talking about. He a better brother than me because I would have just flown out from Cali just to get busy, just to get hype anyway. I would have brought the whole crew with me. Hey, I'm bringing CNN. I'm bringing Fox News. I'm bringing ESPN, ESPN Plus, ESPN Deportes. I'm bringing everything. Bring I'm the at, Ocho. Right. I'm bringing somebody speaking Spanish for me too. German, all it. Soccer, everything. The, the best thing that happened for me in recruiting is that my brother had gone before. There was nobody else in my family who had ever gone through the process. Right. So you don't know who to deal with. So when baseball comes calling and says, we, we could draft you in the 40th round, and here's your signing bonus, you're just happy that they're talking to you, right. considering you, and when you have no money and somebody offers sure. you – a little money that seems like a lot of money, you would rather have that little bit of money and a bad deal than have no money at all. Do you, <laughs> do you think that they that he? But how could he get down? Got down to campus, and and this is he would only been there in January, so just I'm assuming in the last few days or a week. Hmm? What could they have seen from him to have like buyer's remorse? 
Well, I mean, sometimes it, it is the academic stuff. Sometimes it's time management. Sometimes it is you, you get full tests because once you get there, there are blood tests, there are uh, evaluations, all the – all the analytic stuff happens. All the diagnostic stuff happens. Yeah, but happens. all that – I mean, you're not getting that back. I mean, he's obviously healthy. I mean, all the other – I mean, they do all that stuff, a lot of stuff on the recruiting trail. I'm talking about, like, they they haven't done anything on the field to be like, oh, the, I mean, not like he's supposed to be 6'5". Did they say and, that something had happened? Or No, was, I'm just thinking yeah. what could have possibly went through the, the minds of the collective slash talking – because – to renege on this deal, yeah. the head coach has to know. The head coach isn't going to just pull up to his in his coaching spot at 7 o'clock in the morning and get out and go in his office and be like, well, where's the best quarterback in the nation? The guy that we – the head coach knows he got a $13 million NIL deal. He knew it ever since he, like, committed, right? So, But, but so what we know to be true is that uh, – okay, I can speak on s- certain coaches in college football when I say this, that – a lot of head coaches don't know the NIL people's reality. They don't know what the guy that the guy that they talk to about NIL money. That's a phone call that those coaches don't want to make. I, right. They they ne- never t- shall the two meet. In a perfect in the right world, they should never like you should never see the head coach and the NIL do sitting side by side. There's always a buffer, and there are always buffers on both sides to protect accountability and, and plausible deniability. Then, if I tell you, hey, Jay, go get Austin, I've got $13 million. But I'm not saying it to you. I'm going to say it to Strick. Strick's going to tell you, hey, DP said, go get right. Austin. He's got $13 million. Except, you don't know. You only know what you're told. If well, Strick, sure. Strick didn't see it, only I know. The person who's going to make the deal, who's actually going to transfer yeah, it, money, whether that money's there and whether I'm going to give it to you on time. And remember, sometimes the financial commitment is being made on, on promises, right, on on business professional promises. Right. Very rarely is it cash in hand because the cash in hand goes to the upstart of these new and out businesses. I, I, understand, I understand all that. And even if you don't have the $13 million on – January 20th. Mm-hmm. Okay. You trying to tell me that the, at the University of Florida, mm-hmm. a blue blood with mm-hmm. boosters out of you know what, mm-hmm. who has been paying buyouts on big time buyouts and had no problem, yep. right? You're trying to tell me that you don't have this man's first year of his deal? So, even if you said, all right, look, when you get here, you get a $100,000 check. Here's I, the I read. Mean, here's just, the read. It just, it just, it, it it does. I'm I'm trying. I guess I don't think like this, so I'm trying to. But that's why I brought it up to I'm you because it's figure, so. For, this is I'm, so alien. I'm trying to figure out how, because a lot of times these nil deals, like you see the the one guy that had a Lamborghini, so I'm sure it's like whatever the cost of the car is that goes into NIL. So I'm sure he had a car, house, and maybe a food stipend or whatever. Maybe like a trainer. You know, you might have his quarterback trainer and then have like his chef, whatever it might be. But at, there is some money. That had to be that needed to be paid upon the first, you know, like. Here's the, the statement. Time. Here's the statement. So <laughs> he, they released a statement. Oh, he <laughs> was the highest paid signee in the Gators 2023 class in December. Asked for his release after the the, the 13 million dollar package fell through. Fell through is the phrase used. State law prohibits universities in Florida from providing or arranging NIL compensation. 
I'll repeat that. Yeah, State right. law prohibits universities in Florida from providing or arranging NLL compensation. Deals are therefore made through third parties known as collectives. The Associated Press reported the Gator Collective terminated its agreement with Rashada, which was to be paid out over four deals. Rashada never enrolled in classes and asked for his release that week. So you get the, again, connectors, because what would happen is Austin would come to coach, head coach Foreman and say, hey, coach, I haven't received my money. And coach Foreman, by rule, has to say, I don't know what you're talking about. You need to talk to the person who told you whatever they told you. Now, that person could be Eric Strickland. Strickland will go and he'll go, look, man, uh, we need some more time. We don't have some more, any more time. Yeah, class and start mo- tomorrow. Class Tom, start tomorrow. Mom, mom, my, I want that Quan. Mom, yeah, mom's at home with the power off but and no is, cell but, phone, and I told her I was going to take care of it. But, but, again, I would ask even further. Further. Okay. It's January 20th. Mm-hmm. I don't know when school – I'm assuming school starts on the 23rd for Florida. Yeah. Okay. This man com- – this young man committed long ago. February. Okay, in February. Uh, last year? Yeah. That's okay, what so it's almost a year. Yeah. Don't tell me this is new news to anybody. You right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you knew he was coming right. in January because he's an early enrollee. Yes. So at this point in time – I need more concrete answers versus the just the old kind of snowball answers. Well, you need to talk to him. No, we already have done that because you can be a coach. You can be a linebacker coach. If you're trying to tell me you don't get on the internet and know how much this man got, you knew how much Miami was giving him because you watched it beforehand. And then outbid them. And then outbid them. So all that type of I don't know anything, I'm calling BS on. So now we got to deal straight up, right? So now I got to figure out what's going what's going on or how, how you drop the ball. Because if I'm a head coach, I'm going to the athletic director and whoever it is, like Gator, you know, Gator 101 Collective, they got to go. They got to go. But this is what uh, – uh, uh, this is how deep this rolls now, right? Those collective folks, Nebraska fans are familiar with the changing guard of collectives, and this, this is what's in play. The athletic director can't fully be connected to the NIL in full. Not allowed, and not good business. Okay, well, whoever not good business because the athletic director needs one plausible deniability and accountability at the same time. So the balance for athletic director is yeah, it's probably I need to know, but I can't really know everything. But it's tricky. But I want my check, so I don't (laughs) care about it. (laughs) So all I'm asking is whoever is the connector, right? Mm. So whoever magically accidentally knows who is the collector for football mm-hmm. and who's not accidentally you can do plausibility deniability all the fancy words that i don't know what of let me tell you something don't bring that dude around here no more they gotta go all of this is bad would it be- because they they affect my job me coaching football because i'm making football plans just imagine you think he's coming to your campus dp will say number two we pulled we we offered him, but we pulled the committable offer from him, and from Austin, mm-hmm. right? So maybe he maybe this maybe this quarterback said, you know what? If I come there, no other quarterbacks. That's fine. I understand. We're we're thirteen million dollars into you. That's what I expect you to do. But you two would have been good coming in, right? 
you know, it, it, maybe you're a JUCO guy or something, or you're in a transfer portal guy, and he's a true freshman. Now I have none. So now you now when when I start losing now we do, first of all we just lost our real stud to the draft mm-hmm. that's going first round mm-hmm. we got a ton we just lost a ton of guys into the transfer portal mm-hmm. so we already kind of depleted anyways and now the most important position that could be tied to me as a second year coach which who they had questions about anyway and this is really his first recruiting class because the last one he took over and now I ain't got my quarterback oh no you might have to repay me some more. <laughs> This is messy, and then it affects baseball, softball, again, for two other blue blood programs within the athletic department. Basketball, who's trying to beat you're in the SEC, so you really got to step up, both in the men's and women's program, and it affects their recruiting. It affects because, the whole university. Yeah, like across the board, and it's going to affect those, those enrollments. It affects the coach. But like those, it, those applications. But it doesn't. But here's the thing is, even though if the, even if they have different collective for different sports, right? Just on layman, just the, the the blank thinking, you're you're guilty by association. Mm-hmm. So you, if you're a collective one that pulled the rug on the deal, DP could be, hey, we we are 100. percent We paid on time. This this and this. Well, there now there's a chance because you're associated with the University of Florida. You rolling now, up to the bank that Florida banks at and go, wait a minute, how much money is in this account? Right. <laughs> like you know, all day when you get a check, you go to the bank see if the check will clear. <laughs> but it, but that's here, what's happening right now in Florida. But, but here's also the problem. Since there's so much we can't be directly associated with, we only can be indirectly through a third party, the coach can't come out and make a statement, right? The, the athletic department really can't come out and make a – I'm assuming can't make a statement because you're, and nobody's supposed to know. And God forbid, you know them collective people don't want to be in front of anybody right now. <laughs> so now everybody's just – it's like turn the lights on and the roaches scatter, you know what I mean? So now the only person that can really dive into it is the player. But the player, now he's in survival mode. He could possibly maybe try to look to reclassify you know, to go in the next year, or everybody else has kind of already got their quarterback. But guess what, though? I'm imploring this. Matthew, Matthew, since you, since Matthew, Matthew Jerome Rule, since you, since you go and get – I wanted to ask Matt Rule this. Did you get a south side fade? Or did you get a taper fade when you used to go get your hair cut? Okay. You better know. So whoever's on the text line that Matt Rule responds to, did you get a south side fade or a taper fade? So Matt Rule, pick up the phone, call this young man, and say, I got to come see you. I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm – we're, we're going to – because I need to get to the playoffs. Right. We need to do that. And that's hilarious, but because you brought up Matt Rule in the Southside, uh, th- this guy, yeah, yeah, he, 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 he needs to know. Secret. He needs to know. I wonder if he eats chili. According to CBS writer Jonathan <laughs> Jones, the Carolina Panthers are in violation of league rules regarding their head coaching search. What they they, they, they interview any black coaches? Or you they, got one right sitting in the office. How do you, what happened? Who went six and seven? And you. <laughs> What'd they do? Oh, let me read through. They I inter- just as according Payton. to witnesses, uh, Nicole witnesses. Tepper, according to sources, sorry, Nicole Tepper had not fulfilled the required inclusive hiring training necessary for her to take part in interviews at all. Who is that? The owner's wife. <laughs> the owner's. <laughs> on, we'll be I, back. 
Jay Foreman will take. I love my daughters, but I love my daughters. But you ain't coming in here, man. Oh man. You can watch, but don't just sit over there and watch Daddy go to work. What you interviewing the head coach for? I, I let me make sure that it's it's the it's the daughter, not the wife. Cause no, that's the wife. That's the wife. That's his wife. I got I got go to break. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild on a Friday, man. Everybody's acting up. We'll be right back. <laughs>